It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is, when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video, so it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect. Design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Yes. Sports talk. Barking and yelling at each other about everything. By the way, speaking of, uh, did you see that Devin Booker was in Italy for the Travis Barker uh, wedding? Kardashian wedding. Yeah, he was there with his girl. So rumors of their split may be... Maybe they got back together. Maybe they worked it out after yeah. he had his meltdown in the playoffs. It'll do anything to get you back. She said, I'm going to put yeah. a lot of money on this game. I need you <laughs> right. to tank. Tank for me. If you could put up less than 10, I'm going to put 2 million on I'm you. I'm back in. Because who would have ever. I, uh, that's a great fan duel question. What were the odds of Devin under 10 points? I mean, they had to have him at 25 under over. That would have been big. You bet the under. Pay for that trip to Italy. I'm sure they're doing all right. But they're back. And now, I don't know if you saw the controversy at the Travis Barker, whichever Kardashian he married, but they're dragging up old tapes of him on uh, Punked, where he may or may not have said the homo F word. They beeped it. Ahmed Ahmed is a comedian. He was playing the waiter in this. He was an unknown. So he was playing the waiter. And his girlfriend was Shanna Mokler. She was kind of hot. And uh, so they're sitting at the table. The waiter comes over and he says something. because I just... I just want to say I'm just shocked that this woman is with you kind of thing, making it seem like she – and he goes, yeah, most of the time she dates f- – and, and they said uh, that he said effing a-holes. And that's what they're saying. But, I mean, you, you double beep that. I know how to double beep. If I said f- that would be two cuss words. They didn't. So now they're trying to get Travis Barker in trouble for maybe – can we just say that up until about five years ago, almost all of us – said the homo F word with impunity and didn't think anything of it. It was very rarely aimed at homosexuals. It was mostly aimed at your friend for doing something super f***y, like, you know, ordering strawberry shortcake or something like that. (laughs) 
We've all said it. If you're going to drudge that up, let me be the first to step up and say, I'm guilty of that. If you catch me, I admit it before you drag out tapes and stuff. Oh, I, I, and by the way, sometimes I still slip one in. And mostly it's to my neighbors. Like, oh, guys are so <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, so let's just all – Brady's even said it. Brady's a decent human being, and he, you've said it uh, a lot. We've all very common, it. yeah. Don't, very common back. Don't then. go back to back then. Don't go back to 2011 and say he very said very common last. He week. said the homo f word. Yep. So did everybody else that year. I'm not even a super Travis Barker fan, but I'm not. I'm going to stand by that one. Stupid. If he gets in trouble for that at all, I, it's ridiculous. Anyway, what would Brady do? Is brought to you by because that's coming up. Mo money pawn, and what he'd do is not say the homo f word. Get you canned now. Tom Brenneman said it just a, two years ago. Then that was when you're not allowed to say it anymore. But that just was like, you've said it. I traveled to England, so I can say it. No, you can't. Okay. you can't. You can't call each other that. What's wrong with being gay? Nothing, except for when he's doing it because he's not. You know, the worst thing, Norm MacDonald joke, you know what the worst thing? Uh, nothing. There's nothing wrong. I think the joke was there's nothing wrong with being gay. Unless you're a heterosexual, because then it's the worst day you've ever had. (laughs) It would hurt like nobody's business. Uh, Anyway, what would Brady do? Brought to you by Mo Money Pawn. Short or long-term collateral loans from ten dollars to $100,000. No credit needed and top dollar paid with the entire process just taking several minutes. (laughs) MoMoneyPawn.com. Too fast. I know. I'm used to that in this room. All right, let's start here. (laughs) Don't do that. That's proof that you just proved it. Uh, dear Brady, I bang my friend's sister on the reg. He's completely unaware of this. And I mean completely unaware. Well, she called Friday. Guess who's pregnant? Oh. Oh, no. Uh, it's not like I'm a, a, her only guy. We're not exclusive. She told me she has to test two other people. Uh, I need to test now to see if I'm the father. And if it's mine, I've discussed with her that I do indeed want the baby. I'm not an abortion guy, and I know, I know, it is religion and guilt, uh, so I want to keep it. Do I tell him and his family now, or see if I'm off the hook and face the consequences if I'm on it? Kent. First of all, good friend. <laughs> well, why, why is that a bad friend? I don't know. If anytime you're sneaking around on somebody. Yeah, but that's just maybe he doesn't want you to. If I was banging your sister. I understand the situation. There's pressure. That sure. would be a tough situation. Maybe. But... But if you are a friend or a good friend and, and you know that friendship might be on the line, maybe because the look, sister doesn't. I wanted want to it. tell you, or yeah, well, if the sister want, is maybe hiding she's... you in the closet uh, along with multiple others, it sounds like. Right. Um, but I would wait until the tests come out. You would. You wouldn't yeah. say, yeah, I wouldn't do yeah. it. I don't think and then speaking it. your piece as far as keeping the baby, that's fine. But it really, you can do that too. Following specific pages of your religion, by the way, because you're hosing some slut on the sideline. He probably knows his sister's a whore. That's what I would guess. That's why it's probably so hard to tell him that I'm I'm in that lineup. I'm I'm in that starting lineup. I am also banging your sister. Because he might have – that may be why the brother may be like, God, she's just a slut. And I just want to straighten her out because it sounds like they might hang out at the same church, even though side banging and throwing it in, you know. You know, throwing Spidey's web yeah. all over his sister's face doesn't seem to upset <laughs> Jesus and the Lord, but that abortion thing. Just would be- know that scenario is has been out there throughout the history of man, and 
a lot of times it can work out, and sometimes it just implodes. What, the slut part? You uh, banging uh, one of your friend's sisters. Sure, sure, sure. I would have a different advice, which is uh, has nothing to do with sister or brother. But why do you want to keep a baby with a slut? You just That's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, if she's got to question it. Yeah. See what you can do about uh, changing your views for a few minutes. Take a look at what your role would look like. I would have the, uh, maybe, (laughs) I'd have a gift pack of some flowers, some Sprite, and some graham crackers, and I'd be taking her right down to the old PP. Like Daryl Hammond said, you can't turn a hooker into a housewife. You want her to be the mom of your child? She's got multiple dudes that she's got to test to see who the dad is? Oof. I don't have a crystal ball or anything, but I'm not seeing that road being too smooth. You'll have your daycare center while she's out and about. (laughs) You're going to be doing a lot of work, (laughs) is what I'm saying. (laughs) That's right. So maybe, since you can turn a blind eye to some religious guilt by uh, slinging seed all over some guy's sister without any thought, maybe just for a day or two, reconsider your stance on abortion and then get back to being religious afterwards because you're picking and choosing your religious moments. Well, that might uh, do a quick. Also, though. might yeah, have, do it real fast. Yeah, the Supreme Court's coming back. A couple weeks until the justices say he no. He could must. have baby fever too. He just he wants, wants a, a baby. Well, then, then go get professional help. Katrina will take care of <laughs> yeah. you. Hey, let me see. And, let me, uh, Katrina, yeah, she's great. You'll be walking on sunshine. Uh, dear John, yeah, that's just horrifying. I can't even. I've got a hooker pregnant, and once she tests, you're going to see if it's mine. Then we're going to make this official. By the way, I love the Lord Jesus. I'm like, wait a minute. How many things are you going to overlook for the Lord Jesus and and then try to get in his good graces? Like God's a, a lot more, but that one in particular, I, I hold say, strong on. Well, at least they didn't abort it. He's mad at all sorts of things you're doing. You're forgiving yourself. He'll forgive you. That's the whole point. Abort away. Uh, dear That's John. That's a tough one. Not really. If you're gonna if you're gonna skirt all the other things, don't use religious uh, you know discipline as why you won't do it. Just say I'm against it. Don't throw Jesus in the mix and say I do all the other things that he would. I'll hate. just tell you that that's that's how powerful that one is. Then you can no, do. You can't have that. You can't pick and choose the varying degrees of your beliefs because that's everyone that's, does it. I know, and that's my beef with the whole yeah. thing. You pick and choose what you feel like is conveniently religious and then start to tell people how oh i did it for god stop it just say you don't do you don't do abortion because you're against it completely and don't bring the other stuff in because you sound like a hypocrite sound like a lunatic uh dear john my friend from junior high moved here about a year ago we were best friends for years and i moved to phoenix 10 years ago he came with three years ago he moved back to texas for a job and he's back now he's a different guy now Because all he does is say horrible racist stuff. He hates Mexicans. Hates them. (laughs) Gay people? Forget it. There's a massive problem with homosexuals now. Anyway, his 40th birthday is next Saturday. I'm supposed to plan a party, and I don't even want to be around the guy anymore. Do I do the party or just ghost him? What would Brady do? Tyler. Your best friend shows up after three years on the border, and he is a racist now. First of all, how did you uh, – I'm just curious how you got the assignment a week before his 40th birthday. Oh, it's probably not just a week before. It just is a week. Yeah. He's supposed to put the party on. Maybe that's been in the works for a while, and he's like, wait a minute. I don't want to do this. I hate this guy. 
Now, if you hate the guy, then ghost him. He doesn't like the new version. But the new version, um, you obviously are going to differ stuff. I would say you probably do the 40th birthday, and then that's then you fade fade out. Yeah, you do the birthday party because of the spread. We all know why. Oh, ready, yeah. ready to go to a racist. Because here's party. where uh, here's where I'm saying if you agreed to do it. Because someone can come to you and say, hey, will you put this 40th birthday party together? Sure. No. Right, but if you say, I'll throw it, and then I'll later. I'll throw it, and then, you're a week, and then a week before the wedding or the birthday, you're saying, no, I'm not going to do it Yeah, now. I think that's okay, because you've got to realize at a certain point, this guy is intolerable. You can go, I'm not going to have a birthday for you, yeah. but I would throw the birthday party, invite nobody but blacks, gays, and Mexicans. Oh, yeah. That's what I would have a whole... Have it at Troy and Michael's house. Oh, yeah. Oh, see if Troy and Michael will let me do it there. I'll help you with this party. That's a, you no, do if that. If your friend turns into a complete dickhead, yeah. why continue with the party? Well, and then why not tell him, why yeah. not speak your mind You're a earlier? dick now. What happened to you? You're all racist and weird. That, I don't want to hang out with you. A friend should be, if it's a good enough friend, you should be able to talk to them about that. Sure. And those things, so... Also, you're 40. Address it now. The sounds of it. And 40 is when you start dismissing people. That's when you start going, why do I have this in my life? It's just yeah. like this weird spring cleaning the guy of life. I thought I knew for years. Even if you didn't, when you're 40, you look around going, why am I, why am I doing this with the – like, I don't want to be around them anymore. Most of the time, it's cousins or people in your family that just kind of hang on and use family as an excuse. 40 is a good dismissal year. It's a good time to jettison this dude. But tell them why. Don't just ghost. Ghosting is a coward's way out. Go up and go, dude, I don't know what happened to you in Texas, but you're ba- I don't know why you're so weird about Mexicans and gays, but I don't want to hear it anymore. It's making me not want to hang out with you. So have other people throw your birthday party and figure it out. Also a good age to have those kind of discussions, sure. too. Yeah, because it's spring cleaning. Yep. Like We're done here if this continues. This is not someone I want to hang out with. Who got to you, those homos? Yeah, whatever. It's because you it. love Mexicans. Because <laughs> you, you're, you're a Mexican lover, you lib. Like, <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. We're done. I knew it. I, Tucker Carlson told me you'd say that. <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, dear Brady, I worked in the strip club industry for 23 years, went from DJ in 1990 to an owner in 2002, and walked away from the business in 2013. 23 years, I made an incredible amount of money. I was traveling the world. I had a great big house. Nice cars. I was living the rock and roll lifestyle. I even published a book about it. Didn't sell. I would have heard of you. Uh, I walked away from all that. I sold my cars. I sold the house. I lived a very simple life for the past nine years. Currently, I work uh, in a very small business, and I've been recently married. But I am sick of nine to five. It's boring. The money sucks. I know where my money lives, and I miss the business. I was good at what I did. I know how to run a club. There's a club in the Valley that calls me every five or six months and offers me a job. This time, they increase their offer dramatically. My new wife says, the F, you are going back to that. You go back there and I'm out. She has it in her head, if I go back, I'll bang strippers. Late nights, live the lifestyle. I want to take this job strictly for the money. I have no interest in those girls. How do I change your mind? What would Brady do, Craig? Prioritize. What's more important to you? You get you. You've been given the ultimatum. Then maybe uh, you know one thing is to discuss it further with your wife. Right. What is the obviously? There's a trust issue that sure. if I'm going back there, I'm going to bang yeah. the strippers. Yeah, because you probably did that the first go around. It's probably part of your book, right? Exactly. 
You've written it out on paper right. for a little bit. Documented your incredible lifestyle. Understand where she's coming from. Then hopefully you can help her understand where you're coming from right. and find that happy middle ground on that. How would you feel if your wife used to be a stripper and got out of it and wants to go back to make fortune again? Knowing the business. Right. I side with her more so than anything. You're just setting yourself up for failure. But he's on that. If that if you consider that being a failure in your relationship. Devil's advocate, he's miserable with his life. Yeah. What do you do there? Yeah, change things John, up. as you say, that's, change horses. Things up. that's on you, too. Oh, absolutely it is. So there are other options. That's not your only option to have on making money. Yes, you're good at that. Well, those skills you can be good at. It could be a regular bar or a... Oof. They ain't going to make the same money. How is the, make that, though. Well, cash, cash if in. you're running it, you're not making... I mean... If you're a bar manager... You're not running again. I'm not stuff. saying the bar yeah. manager, but if you're the the setup at the uh, club is if he's getting paid incentivized by, you know, whatever your gross sales are. Yeah. I don't know how it works out. I mean, I, I know strip club owners can the dude that's in the Biltmore that's been again, rebuilding that house next that's to Paul different. Harvey. If he's a bar, like I said, if you're a bar owner, then you're well. That's what I'm saying. He's just managing them, but the guy that did that was the manager, the one that built. And then he turned it into like four clubs managing those things. He's got that house next to Paul Harvey. He's been on construction for like eight years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I know they do well when they're, when they're good. Some of them don't. But. Oh, no. They, they, they do well. There's, you know, the friend that I have basically for yeah. years basically uh, carried the money for the people that would buy him and yeah. they would pay him monthly. Yeah, he made a fortune too. Yeah. There's money in that. M- much more uh, – consistent than there is just being bar guy like opening your own bar that's a money pit most of the time that's a toughie but if he has the um knowledge which and skills to be able to do that you can use that for other stuff it's out there i don't know what you run a strip club. This, you're, it's pretty isolated oh yeah you're not but is he at a situation where he's like look i thought this marriage thing was something i really wanted to do I think you should turn it on her and say, I thought, you, I thought you would support me. Why are you so against my success? Yeah. That's who I am. And if you start, and, if, and you know, just put it on her. Just say, look, if I start banging all the strippers, then you were right. I have no intention of doing that. You got to believe that this is for our, the betterment of our future. Tell you what's the other tough thing for him. She lacks confidence, yeah, too, though. Yeah, well, keep an eye on them. That's basically say, look, I've, I welcome you. Eyeballing me the whole time, I'll earn that trust because I know you're right. This business is shady and weird, and most of the time that's what you fall into. I won't do it. I tell you, but but what's tough to hear is imagine if the, your significant other says, "I'm just not happy." It but happens. It, it's, I, it does happen. It does sure. happen. But you figure out why is it that you know? Because it's hard as being the significant other to say, "Oh, I'm not making them happy." Then well, that's your. We insecurity. need to find out. What that is? Yeah. What is that? What is causing your everything in marriage? Isn't because the other person is doing it. And no. Everybody gets upset, like, "Oh, they're not happy." That's because they're with me. That's not true. You can have many, many things making you unhappy. The only person that makes you happy might be your spouse, but you can't get the rest of your life together. And right. So, but you don't. So, it's affecting the two of you. But it's natural for a person to say, try to want to make that person right. happy. Of course. Are but- there things? And all of a sudden, if they're not happy. Then you're trying to figure out, okay, right. now what's on you? So when they're not happy and they're telling you, hey, it has nothing to do with you, 
but my job's making me miserable. That's and I'm one thing make he a needs change. to tell her. And she's like, I don't want you to do that. Yeah. I want you to stay in your unhappy job. Then you go, what are the reasons why? No. Then you, you address say, that. I'm not staying in my unhappy job. I'm telling you right now, this is going to kill us. Yeah. If I stay in the nine to five job, our marriage is going to end anyway. I'm just wondering if that's the deal because that job, taking that job might not be the answer. What What is the real reason that yeah. you're not happy? I say wear a GPS tracker. Let her have at your every move until she feels like, wow, he's only he really is only doing this because this is the lifestyle he he's enjoys. He's good at that business. Yeah. It could be. This one you're going to love. Again, abortion. And it's all this Supreme Jeez. Court stuff, people. My wife and I decided to have an abortion as soon as we found out we were pregnant. Understanding that our reasons won't satisfy a lot of people, we kept it from most friends and family. My wife's best friend is 100% against this stuff. She's even stopped talking to her brother for allowing his girlfriend to have one. Even though they were both heavy drug addicts somewhere out in Maryland, they weren't even talking. Uh, My wife is very scared. Her friend will find out that we did this. And the twist to this story, her pro-life friend gave birth to a baby that turned out to be a real-life demon, diagnosed with as harmful sociopathic tendencies, split personality at age 7 after he tried to hurt his younger sister and threw away his, his mother's heart medication in hopes to his therapist, in his words, that she would die. After all this, she shipped her son out of state to live with the dad, who has no part of his life before that point, and tells her friends and family that he is dead to us, that little boy. Certainly acts like he's gone forever. So I ask you, Brady... Should my wife be nervous about telling her staunch pro-life friend about our 10-week abortion, even though she basically had one at about a 417-week clip? <laughs> I feel her friend should be very understanding, considering she test-drove a child for a few years before she got rid of hers. <laughs> Tom. That sounds like a Netflix series yeah, or something. It's a great one. It literally does. The kid went, let's talk about Kevin at age seven, and she mm-hmm. ditched him. I'd do that, too. I would say no. You still don't tell him? No, I would say don't be afraid to tell her. That. Really? I, your friend sounds unreasonable. There's certain exactly. things you got to keep from well, your friend. Well, again, I, I, you use that term loosely when she's yeah. saying this is my friend. Well, yeah. if you know that friend's going to turn on you but for that. Why bother telling your friend the biggest trigger she's got just right. to argue with her that yeah. she killed a kid too, basically? Certain times of things your, friends, your, secret. your friends don't need to know. And if she finds out and ditches you, well, then that's because you did the thing that you knew she hated. You know, and how long have you been holding that? You know uh, about you know abandoning her son or the way you right. treated that. Well, that is pretty bad. You're still a friend on that. Well, if she's going to be a friend, right. hopefully she's a friend on your choice. Look, if she doesn't like you enough to get through one decision that she disagrees with, then you weren't that close anyway. Exactly. People and your your abortions. High five, yeah, Brett. Yeah, you and I both. No demon kids. No abortions. No. Thank you, Doctor Lynn. Make your appointment yet? Not yet. God. This week I'm Damn going it. to. This is procrastination. I'm going this week. I will. Clip it. Damn it. We're going to stop high-fiving each other over this <laughs> glorious discovery. I talked to, there was a person that told me, I was at the thing on Saturday, do you have any kids? And I'm like, no, I like money and freedom. And she goes, oh God, that's so true. I'm like, how many do you have? Three. It's like she's trapped by her prison of children. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to go off and do whatever I want now. You uh, you probably have a phone call coming that somebody can't find the Cheerio box. <laughs> Two new flavors rolling out. Uh, yeah, well, the kid, I know you're, you'd love that call. I'll be home in five minutes. All right, old pirate. Oops, <laughs> all berries again. Let's go. Uh, it's 945. That 
is what Brady did. And you guys are a mess. It's 98KUPD. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.